Welcome to the I Give a F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette. And we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. Hey, everybody. Hello. We are reporting from, uh, I guess, the the Canadian GP circuit just finished. And we are here in the studio doing our recap of the race. We've had a couple of interesting weeks. Yes. One being that last week we were at Circuit of the Americas, and we just wanted to give you all a little reminder that we do have a vlog up, and it gave all of the info, all of our, everything that we did basically is on the vlog. Yeah. So you can go watch it, and you can see all the fun stuff that we did. Um, if you listen to our last episode, you then you know that we did some hot laps and some mm-hmm. carding and like a lot of fun stuff at CODA. So Um, You can go watch on YouTube and see everything that we did. Yeah. What was your favorite part? Uh, The hot laps for sure. The hot laps? (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. I thought you were going to say something different. (laughs) Um, But the karting was fun. You know, karting is always fun. But the hot laps, it's something just different that we haven't done. And to do it on the Coda track, that's just, that was super cool. Yeah. And I So I I really loved the hot laps. That was like, (laughs) that was amazing for me. But I have to say, I also just loved meeting everybody there because mm. it's just nice to like form a community around like pe- like-minded people who love motorsport, who love Austin and who appreciate, you know, the track. So it was an amazing mm-hmm. experience. Like we were, <laughs> could not complain about one thing we what did. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say karting because you oh, were okay. so good. <laughs> like I was like, oh, for sure. She's, that's her favorite part. Cause she just like, it was, it was fun. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on from Coda, we wanted to talk to you guys about our merch. I know we've had so many, so much exciting I news. <laughs> um, can you show them your shirt? Yes. Okay. Let's see, let me move this, this over. This is one of our new ones because everybody needs an SD bestie in their life. Do they not? <laughs> Lynette's my SD bestie. <laughs> and then I have the. IGAF1 logo yes. T in the pink. Yes. With the purple. I love those colors. Yes. So we will have some more merch uh, try ons. I think Lynette's going to do some. We did some on our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. So if you are interested in purchasing anything, head over to shop.igaf1.com. We'll put the link in the the description of this podcast. And then also use the code WELCOME10. For 10% off, right? Yes. Okay. So that's what we have for you guys. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, updates. if you missed it, you have um, the like information on everything on the highlights. So right. if you want to see some more information, like how the shirts fit and how they look, like we'll just be saving everything on the highlights. Yes, we are. We're going to save everything on the highlights for y'all. And with that, do we want to get into race weekend? Yeah, Canada. Okay, let me see if I can pronounce it right. Okay, go. <laughs> Gilles Villeneuve. Oh, Is that right? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> At least I think For it's all right. You, you know, out there who constantly tell us we do not pronounce things right. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. One time I said Audi, not Audi. <laughs> Seriously, calm down, people. We are from Texas. Yeah. People say things differently. They're so rude. Okay. Come on, guys. Like, chill out. I know most of y'all are so sweet, but there's just like a couple of haters out there. We're just calling you out guys. Come on. So going into race week, do you want to cover some quality points? Yes. Um, well let's talk about Canada at first. Yes. Um, 
the weather. Such a fun race. Yeah, the weather. Um, people were keeping an eye on it all week. It was supposed to be rainy the whole weekend, which right. it kind of was, I guess, on Friday for sure. Mm-hmm. It was pouring. I feel like it gave so much. Mm-hmm. Like that, this weekend gave so much. Yeah, it wasn't as, like, just Sunday conditions. or Saturday. It was like... Every day was different. Yeah. And people were kind of excited for it. Like, ooh, what's happening? Because yeah. practice was just... I mean, I got on every time I got on social media, it was like, well, this person's off. This person's this car is on fire. This is happening. So and I'm sure at every point Mm -hmm. in the weekend, somebody watching from TV and getting those drone shots was like, dang, I want to go to Montreal. Yeah. Like it's it's such a cool. I recommend it. It's really nice. And you've been so. Yeah. It's really nice. And yeah. all the little beavers are so cute. I'm glad none no of them. No beaver deaths. <laughs> yes, I know. I was like so this worried weekend. about them. Because <laughs> there was a lot of them. It's like a whole little family out there. Yeah, we were praying for the beavers. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it's you know. It's actually groundhogs, but. <laughs> yeah, groundhogs. Why are we, we're calling them beavers. But are they? Is that the same thing? I don't, I don't know. know. I think they're just called groundhogs. Okay. But anyway. They're cute. They're I so saw cute. one in person when I went. You did? Yeah. They're cute. Everybody was like taking pictures of them. <laughs> but anyway, that's race. our celebrities of the weekend. <laughs> the groundhogs. So Special yeah, sightings. so the weather was something that people were looking at all weekend. And um, in Tequali, we didn't get any rain, but it was a little bit damp. It started off um, with intermediates. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of water in the beginning, but they it dried out pretty quickly. So, but right. I still feel like we had an interesting quality. We did. Unfortunately for like some of the teams, I felt like they didn't perform as well. Um, I know that, you know, obviously Leclerc awful strategy call mm-hmm. by Ferrari. That's very unfortunate. He ended up in the, in the bottom. bottom yeah. <laughs> Perez as well. <clears throat> I was surprised, you know, I feel like he's lacked a lot of confidence since the Monaco race. And maybe that's just me, but I feel like yeah, something really, is off. He's really started to to show some insecurities in the car. I agree. We need to see what's going on with that. <laughs> yeah. What did you, what did what did you notice in Quali? Um, let's see. Um, there was a lot of impeding going on Lots. in especially in Q1. We had Carlos impeding Gasly um while he had Yuki in front of him also. Right. Um which he got a penalty for that. And then he ended up doing it again with Albon, but it wasn't as bad. So they didn't give him a penalty or anything for that. But there he was, was a just a bit of drama with. Yeah, with he was Gasly. just kind of going a little slow on that that corner. Um, the first time when he did it that he had Yuki in front of him, I kind of felt like he really didn't have anywhere to go. I mean, he had a car right in front of him. He maybe could have started to take off a little bit faster. Mm. with the Gasly coming but Gasly was coming so fast that really there wasn't time for him to go anywhere to do much so I wasn't sure about that penalty but mm-hmm. um I mean then he did it again so it's kind of like okay what yeah, are you well, doing Pierre now? was not happy yeah after because he calling. got uh knocked out so and they were thinking he could get maybe sixth mm-hmm. is what they what were we aiming for like, I've always been curious what do we feel like Carlos and Pierre's relationship is like off track I just feel like I haven't really seen them ever hang out and that's two drivers that you would think would be friendly but Mm -hmm. like there was a lot of there's like kind of hurtful (laughs) words going back and forth in the interviews yeah so I am curious about that yeah that's true I've never really seen them interact much or like hang out I guess or like see them together like 
Charles and Pierre for sure. They're yes. always together. Like They're Lando and really, Carlos mm-hmm. attached at the hip sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting to see their relationships, but that one is one that I'm curious about. So mm-hmm. <laughs> and then of course we saw Mercedes doing amazing during Quali, right? Yeah. And uh Hulkenberg, there were a lot of penalties given out, but Hulkenberg <laughs> did a great job, was unfortunately handed that three-place grid penalty. And then signs you said also on top of that, Sonoda and Stroll were given mm-hmm. three-place grid penalties. Which I missed the uh Sonoda and Stroll one. Yeah, I did too. But so. I'm sure it was just like impeding other cars mm-hmm. during qualifying. So yeah, and then I'm I've been very impressed with Norris and Piastri as well. I thought I thought overall McLaren had a good. Yeah, I think they're, I mean, pulling out the best out of that car and doing what what they can do. And Piastri is definitely keeping up with Lando. So that's great for him since um, some of the other rookies aren't doing all that great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So any other notes for for quality for you? Um, Not really. I mean, I think we covered everything. Yeah. Well, Going into quali, we can, well, actually, after since we've covered quali, we can now kind of move into like our traditional grid walk, mm-hmm. which we love to talk about. Yeah. I will say this. Did you get to see it? I did. Okay. Yeah. So this week was a little uh, <laughs> lackluster as far as celebs, but I think that's the way that Rundle likes yes, it. It was like a good old fashioned grid walk, which is great, honestly. <laughs> and he is not hiding. His dislike he, for yeah. his celebrities because he was like, there's so much room here. I love it. This he is said, so nice. Thank goodness it's not yeah. like Miami and Monaco. I think he said that. Yeah. He said something like, there's not very many celebrities here. And then it there was a pause. And then he says, thank goodness or something yeah. like that. I'm yeah. like, tell so, us how you really feel. So some of the things I saw on the grid walk were he interviewed Piero Ferrari, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ferrari just won first in the Le Mans hypercar category, which I don't know if you watched it, but I watched like almost an entire 24 hours. (laughs) I felt like I was, I was so strung out at the end. Like my eyes were, I don't know, just seeing weird colors because I had just watched TV (laughs) way too long, but that was a great race. And I thought it was interesting for him to be there Mm -hmm. and promoting Le Mans, you know, Ferrari hadn't been in Le Mans for 50 years and Blah, blah, blah. So that was great. And then they also did show Charles's car was having some issues. Yeah. They literally had that I, car raised up. <laughs> there was, was like, like a whole person under there just hanging out, yeah. practically standing. <laughs> like, I don't think that happens ever. Yeah. Really. I've never seen that before, the way and, they did that. And when he went to ask, oh, who was it? Uh, he went to ask. I think it was Fred. Fred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fr- yeah. Fred about the what was going on with the car he said oh i'm not sure like he hit a curb or something and we the front (laughs) the front wing is messed up but they're fixing it now and i'm like okay well why is the car up yeah if you're fixing the front wing (laughs) oh anyway so that happened and then we Mm -hmm. had he interviewed some drivers so like alex albon Mm -hmm. he interviewed lance stroll oh he also had he also had james fowles and James Allison and uh, Esteban Ocon, Max Christian, 
Yeah, he and got a chance to talk to pretty much all, everybody. Yes, all the which drivers. Which is nice, I think. And I thought it was really cute how he looked at the crowd and he was like waving to the crowd. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's like, like they know us. They know who we are. Right. And he interviewed Gordon Ramsay. He did. That was the one celebrity yeah. he interviewed, which... And he's, he knew what he was talking about. So which is great. He probably enjoyed that. <laughs> yes. It's great to see celebs out there that actually know mm-hmm. how to like have a conversation about Formula One. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to the race start. You want to go ahead and I think we're going to do it differently this week, by the way, guys. Let's try yeah. something different. We're yeah. just going to like talk about some fun things that happened during the race uh-huh. and not go team by team this week. And <laughs> let us know what you think. If you don't like this format, we can change it back to team by team. Yeah. So yeah, we have a couple of points, some um, like big moments in the race. And um, one of them, of course, was Russell hitting the wall. Right. Um, and he caused a safety car. So I was actually surprised that out of all the drivers, it was Russell, the one to hit the wall that hard and cause a safety car. I thought it would have been Somebody else, you know, some of the ones in the back, but that was a pretty big hit. And I'm surprised he went out there again. They were able to fix the car. I know it looked like his, like the the, whole wheel looked like it was Mm -hmm. just ruined, but yeah. So they were able to get him back out. I think a lot of people were questioning throughout that safety car Ferrari strategy because, Mm -hmm. you know, they've had so many hiccups (laughs) and they did not end up bringing signs and Leclerc in for new tires. And so I think a lot of people were like, is this going to be yeah. <laughs> a little, uh, some more stress yes. for Ferrari fans, but it ended up working out pretty good. So them, yes, but yeah, even, I mean, up until the, you know, before they even went in to change their tires, it was kind of like, okay, are they going to get this right? Right. And also, you know, they, pick their strategy, but are they going to stick with it? Mm-hmm. How long are they going to, you know, go with this? And it's just yeah. a so lot what of... what <laughs> did you think about the start when you saw Hamilton pulling out ahead of Alonso? Did you think oh, that yeah. he was going to be able to keep that lead? Or were you pretty convinced mm-hmm. going in that they had yeah, the pace? I, I, think, Martin? I think they had the pace and that he was going to be able to pass him. But um, yeah, I'm surprised at the start that he had. Um, at least uh, Alonso, that he didn't have that that good start since he was really, I mean, <laughs> once again, we have this race where he's like, I'm going to be on the podium. Like they they were thinking that this would be a race that they could win. Right. Um, And with that start, I think they really had to kind of fight a lot more than they intended to. Right. Um, But yeah, um, Lewis really like made him work for it and he eventually yeah, he was, on him was able time. was able to to get past him but right and i learned a new term this weekend what is that it was the term for all of you drive to survive fan people out there that are newer it's the term oh do you remember what it was called it was like coast and um Lift, coast and lift. Coast and lift. So or I lift, ha- and coast. lift and coast. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that what he was saying. And so I had oh. to go and look it up. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm t- we're authentic, genuine <laughs> girlies over here. Like we will let you know when mm-hmm. we don't know something. I did not know what lift and coast was. So I had to look it up. And for all of you new fans out there, newer, <laughs> lift and coast is where they have to manage the the fuel tank. So they have to either um, pull off the throttle whenever they're taking the curves, mm-hmm. taking the the turns, and um, instead of you know 
pressing on the brake and then pushing on the gas. So yeah. it's like there's a lot of a lot of things that drivers do behind the scenes that we don't realize mm-hmm. what it to is manage and... things, you know, manage their brakes, manage right. the fuel, um, right. which that's one thing that you don't really think about. They have to manage the fuel. They have to finish the race with a certain amount of fuel at the end. Right. Otherwise, um, they're penalized and or yeah. disqualified pretty much. So, right. So that was just like a new thing I learned mm-hmm. this weekend, yeah. which I thought was, was cool. I always like learning new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that kind of got the race started off um, with a little action. Yeah, a little action there, wondering what was going to happen. And then um, let's see another. Oh, and during that uh, safety car, so everybody went into the pits and Lewis and Alonzo. So yeah, Lewis and Alonso were right. going in and it looked like he might get penalized for yes, cutting him for off. Cutting him off that an unsafe release. And then Lando did it also to um Albon, I think it was. Mm. I did not see um, that. Yeah, so I both of them did it. Hamilton. And but they didn't get a penalty, which that I think they should thing, have. So that was one thing I was gonna bring up. I felt like this weekend something was up with the stewards because there was no penalty for Hamilton. There was no penalty for DeVries. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of things that I felt like normally they would throw penalties like, you know, candy yeah. out of the crowd. Yeah. And they just they they let a lot of things slide this weekend. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. <laughs> I'm okay with it. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's just confusing. Can we have like one one rule of like one rule that we stick by? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I saw those those two um, like with Lando and Lewis. And I mean, they've given out penalties for similar situations like that before. So I think they both really should have gotten that if you you know, if you want to be consistent, which that's an issue that they've been having. Um, lately with that so I think they should have got it but then literally one or two laps after Lando goes under investigation for going too slow right and backing up the pack which he did end up getting a penalty for that and it was really kind of weird because they they were saying unsportsmanlike behavior yeah it's like okay well what does that mean I have a quote here so they said Norris's pace down Montreal's back straight could then be described as leisurely and this is what the stewards picked up on when they handed the the driver's punishment accusing him of driving deliberately slowly in order to create enough of a gap for mclaren to seamlessly change the tires on him and piastri Mm -hmm. because they had piastri coming in first yeah so interesting haven't heard of that before but yeah and sportsmanlike apparently (laughs) and lando didn't agree with it Um, He said that he was going at the same pace or like he was probably going he was probably going like generally what everyone else was Mm -hmm. or at least he thought. Yeah. And, you know, the same way that everybody else does when they're behind the safety car and stuff. So he felt that it was it was not necessary for that. And they should have just, you know, said what it was. Right. um, Safety Mm -hmm. car violation or something like that instead of unsportsmanlike behavior. I think that was. Right. A weird way to describe it. And which then makes you wonder, like, okay, well, what about everything else going on? You're not going to give a penalty for that. Mm -hmm. But then you are for this. Right. So. So we had uh, two cars retire this race. mm -hmm. We had Logan. Man, guys, I just feel so bad for this yeah. guy. And like, it, had, it was not his fault or anything this time. So yeah, so that's he, a shame. So going into the weekend, Williams had a ton of upgrades. 
they I think they had interviewed James and he had said hundreds of upgrades had happened to their car, mm-hmm. including the floor, which I think everybody had a had an idea about <laughs> what it looks like compared to the other cars uh, a couple races ago. And they brought in a bunch of upgrades. For some reason, they didn't have those upgrades available for Logan's car yet. So it was just on Albon's car. And it was unfortunate to see, you know, Logan's car just pooped out. Yeah. Lap eight. <laughs> completely done. Poor done guy. Yeah. So hopefully they get him some of those updates that he needs in the next few races and he's able to catch up to his teammates. Yeah, because it seemed to really, really work, whatever mm-hmm. they did. Um, because Albon was had a great weekend. Yes. With qualifying and during the race. Yes. So. And then also George had to retire. Yeah. So yeah. and it, it had nothing to do with him hitting the wall. It had um his brakes. It was his brakes. Um so hmm. they had okay. to retire. Yeah. And he had made up quite a few places after that after He did so great. He actually past both DeVries and Magnuson mm-hmm. when they ended up getting into that little yeah. <laughs> crash later on in the race. It wasn't even a crash. It was more like DeVries tried to come up the inside and ended up, I don't know, his tires mm-hmm. just gave out. And so he ended up having to bail out and both of them had to bail out at yeah. that turn. They so took I'm each sure, other along. Yeah, I'm sure Magnuson was not, not happy with DeVries. <laughs> yeah. But just another thing with DeVries that another thing. Yeah, yeah. It just makes you wonder what is, going on with him and What's where is he future? headed yeah what is his it's, it's not looking one? good yeah uh, he has nothing that he's improving nothing to on. show mm-hmm. nothing to show there's always something going on right so we had logan and george retire we saw like you said earlier that albon had an amazing race mm-hmm. he ended up in the points yeah. seventh yep and it wasn't just like oh, okay i'm starting up front because i got lucky during qualifying he with the rain or anything that. like that. Yeah, he he they did good in in qualifying with that strategy. Right. And then he was able to keep that place during the race. So It was not easy. Yeah. It was not easy. And this is a great step forward for Williams because not only has William gotten Williams gotten in the points, but also uh, Albon's points have pulled Williams ahead of AlphaTauri in the Constructors' Championship. Mm -hmm. So now they're officially ninth. And I think that makes Alex Albon 12th in the Driver' Championship, which is amazing. Yeah, that's great. Amazing for Williams, yeah. (laughs) And Williams is ninth. um, So it's seventh and 10th is two points. So that's a good amount of points for them there. Right, right. So wanted to talk about the... Ocon rear wing. <laughs> so what was going on with that? And I was listening to some of the commentary and they were saying, well, Ocon, first of all, he finished in the points again. So mm-hmm. he's, he's really on a roll. Like he's doing amazing between getting third in what was it? Monaco. And then he's, I don't know. I just feel like every race. He's yeah. Been he's been consistent, consistent, consistently better than Gasly, which is, yeah. has been very interesting to me to mm-hmm. see, because I think I think a lot of people expected Gasly to be able to be at the same level as mm. Ocon coming into Alpine, even though it's his first year, you yeah. know, because he's been to so many different teams. He's had that experience of transitioning and he's still a great driver, but I'm so 
surprised by how much better Ocon has performed this season. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, you know, obviously Lando was talking about it on the radio was that rear wing. And I guess some of the commentary from the race was that their rear wing is actually just really wobbly. Yeah. And you can tell when it was on the straights, it was, it looked secure. It right. wouldn't move around at all, at all. It was when they were going over the curves, curves. and the turns, it was just wiggling around. <laughs> yeah. And Ferrari had one um, that they had tested out like that. That, I mean, it just looks so bad. It looks like it's going to fall off. Right. I mean, and, and was it Lando behind him that was saying, um, yes. he was if like, this thing comes like off. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> going to get hurt if it comes yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> You can understand why he was concerned about that because it looked really bad. But um, yeah, I guess that's just the way it was made and yeah. it works for them. Yeah. So the another thing I, I noticed was I'm sure you everybody saw it on Instagram afterwards. The bird, <laughs> the bird, the, the poor, poor bird. bird. So we had no groundhog deaths, but we had one bird, bird mortality. Yeah, there was a bird that Max hit and it got stuck in his brakes. So yucky. And he mentioned it on the radio. He said, yeah. I think I hit a bird. And then they never brought it up again. So I was like, oh, well, and they never showed it. Usually they have some kind of camera video yes. of that happening and they never showed it again. So I was like, oh, well, maybe he probably maybe he missed it. Because, it, no, it took a ride with yeah, him. For yeah, the whole the entire time in the break. And um, maybe that's why he wasn't ahead by 20 seconds and only seven. <laughs> yeah, but, actually, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, it but, was there. <laughs> but yeah, that poor bird. Mm -hmm. So that's, I, I don't know, did you have anything else as well, far as the Well, speaking race? of Max, so we oh. haven't talked about Perez. Oh, yes, you're yeah. right. Let's talk about him. So he finished. Oh my sixth. gosh, we forgot about him because he's been so like <laughs> irrelevant mm -hmm. to me in the last yeah. few races. He finished sixth and from 12th, right? Yeah. And he, I mean, considering, like, we ha just have to go back, considering he's in a Red Bull, you, we know that car is fast, right? Right. And to only move up that much, I mean, even the Ferraris moved up from 10th and 11th to 4th and 5th. Right. And they he, moved up six places. Leclerc moved up six places mm -hmm. and so did Perez. But the fact that they're driving a faster car. Yeah. He just he, he shouldn't be back there at 6 and 6 when his teammate is finishing first <gasps> every race. Yeah. I mean I don't know. Uh Christian Horner was on an interview, I think, with on the grid walk with Brundle. Mm -hmm. And he had asked about Checo. And he was like, you know, he's lacking a bit of confidence. We need to find that confidence back. What do you think? I mean, what do you um, think the rest of the season looks like? At this like for point, him? he shouldn't be lacking confidence. I mean, what like you were up there competing for the championship. Like you were giving your teammate a fight. Like you were close and then all of a sudden Right. It's, it's all gone and you've lost confidence. Like this isn't the time to be to be doing that. This isn't your first year. Right. Um, with Red Bull, let alone like in F1, you know, this I just. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but he's I feel like he's just really messing up. <laughs> Do you feel like if he continues down this path of mediocre 
ness, mediocrity, mm-hmm. that they're going to be looking to Daniel Ricardo? Um, they're going to be looking for somebody else, I would think. I don't know, honestly, any more about Daniel Ricardo. In the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, for sure, Daniel will take his seat. I don't know about Daniel anymore just because I feel like he's just kind of disappeared. His... He's not... I feel like he's not part of the Red Bull team when it comes to race weekends. They're not involving him. So Mm -hmm. that kind of makes me feel like, hmm, maybe he isn't the Mm -hmm. one that they're looking at and they like pushed him back. You think Sonoda? I don't know about, (laughs) I don't know about Sonoda. Yeah. I was thinking maybe maybe Alex, if they would bring him back or I don't know. Yeah. But I, I just, I feel like Yuki is not ready for Red Bull. I mean, he's done, he's been doing great where he's at now, but I just think that he (laughs) person, like personal wise, he's not ready for what it takes to be in a Red Bull. Maturity wise? Yeah. Right. Okay. I get that. I can see that being mm -hmm. the case. I think, well, so Yuki finished 14th and DeVries finished 18th. So no points for Alpha Tauri, which is unfortunate for Alpha Tauri. I think that they were looking to maybe get some points with Yuki. Yuki was doing really well, was up in up close to the that area, top ten ish in the middle of the race, but then ended up not doing great. So who do what, you think would I think oh, it's hard for me to think <laughs> about this, but I think I would love to see like an Oscar Piastri in a Red Bull. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool. Plus he's so amazing. <laughs> like he's an amazing driver. He has it's his rookie year. He's kept up consistently with Lando. Yeah. And I would love to see him in a Red Bull just to see what he can do, yeah. you know? But I think I think if I had to choose, I think that they would probably pull Daniel Ricardo in. Just because he's so popular and Red Bull yeah. loves and, and to be he's popular. good. So yeah. I mean, out of everybody, I would think Daniel, but right. it just kind of makes me wonder because I feel like they have kept him kind of pushed back. Right. And and but maybe they're they want to do that. They don't want him there hovering over Checo, mm. like making Checo nervous, like, oh man, why is this guy here all the time? <laughs> but <laughs> I think he's nervous without that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what he needs. Like, hey, yeah. look who's here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I yeah, out of all of them, I think Daniel would be the best choice. Otherwise they're gonna go through that same thing. You know, yeah. they're gonna have one great driver and the other one in the back. Bringing down the team. Right. So one thing we didn't cover today was hometown boy, Lance Stroll. Yes, another. I think everybody wanted to see him do better. And they were, I think a lot of people were disappointed with the qualifying results, but then he ended up in the points. So Mm -hmm. it was okay. It was an okay day for Lance. Yeah, he finished ninth, but once again, his teammate was second. At the front. So it's another one that. What's going on? You have, I mean, unless the cars aren't the same, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know, think of that what you will, but um, right. he, he's another one that just isn't performing at up the to, same yeah, level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he needs to be up there with his teammate. And now Aston Martin is in third in the constructors right. and Mercedes is in second. And if you think about the way Mercedes started, 
the beginning of the season, there is no way that Aston Martin should be in third right now. Right. You know, um, and he's just keeping the team back and mm-hmm. they should Aston Martin should be second in the constructors with those two cars. Right. But there's just something that he's not bringing out of the car. And we know, you know, Alonso can do great things with the car. He's a great driver, but it shouldn't be that big of a of difference between them. Right. Right. So uh, I guess that concludes the race, unless you had any other thoughts. You want to talk about like biggest winner, or biggest loser? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's pick up. <laughs> so Alex was driver of the day. Oh, yeah. So Alex was driver of the day. I did want to, like, I guess, review our, we did a driver of the day poll on our Instagram. So guys, we would love it if you followed us on Instagram because we do a lot of fun polls and we ask y'all a lot of questions. So I asked, who is your driver of the day between Lance, Albon, Lewis, and someone else? And if it was someone else, let us know who it is. So we had 7% for Lance getting in the points. We had 9% for Lewis getting third. We had 16% someone else. So I'll cover that in a second. But 68% of you said Albon. So mm-hmm. I think for sure he was everybody's driver of the day, yeah. at least, you know, in general. Yeah. I was when when they showed the little graphic of how it was going. Yeah. And I saw Alex. I was like, Alex. And then I was like, wait, what's been going on? <laughs> I had to like go back and see what he had been doing. I'm like, oh, OK. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of just focused at the top six because there was so right. much going on that. I feel like there was so much going on the whole race that you kind of, <laughs> yes, you know, had to focus on just a, a few or something. But yeah, he he mm-hmm. got driver of the day. And I think it was he should get driver of the whole weekend because he did great all weekend. He did. He did. So we had a little bit of feedback. So from Zoe on our Instagram, she said, hey, I have to go with either Oscar or Lando. Honestly, they both did amazing. And I've never seen Oscar hold out so long. He did amazing for how intense the race was and how close the cars were. He truly is becoming so much more confident. And I loved watching him. Lando did some amazing overtakes, but I really think Oscar is making some big moves. Obviously, so proud of Alex. He deserved it with at it. He deserved it so much as well, especially in a Williams. What a king. I love that. <laughs> Thanks, Zoe. And speaking of those overtakes, I mean, till the last lap, yeah. there was a lot of overtakes going on. And and I think it was between Lando also and Stroll got an overtake yes. right at the end, right before the finish line. So yeah, this yeah. is a good race. And then, so from Lizzie, we had, hey, definitely George, even though he crashed and did not finish the race, the team did a really great job and he managed it pretty well. Or Charles for finally finishing a race without any complications. (laughs) So definitely agree. We would have loved to have seen Charles on the, on the podium, I think, but, Mm. but he, he's getting there again, will be, yes. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for writing in. And who is your driver of the day? Alex? I'm going to go with Alex. Um, Obviously, I've already said why. And then for my team of the day, I'm going to go with Ferrari. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always giving Ferrari a hard time here, making them my losers. So I'm going to give them the team of the day for getting the strategy right. Okay. And seeing whatever it was that they saw with those... um, 
tires and yeah and making all that happen and sticking with it okay i'm gonna go albon <laughs> and i'm gonna we don't always agree on like every little thing but like ferrari 100 yeah. <laughs> percent best like winning team they did amazing both of their cars ended up in the top 10 which is great i mean as well as red bull but like perez just bleh. so i think ferrari for sure for me and then who was your biggest loser biggest loser hmm i don't know um what's yours i have like a couple there's, a lot. there's always a couple <laughs> there's a lot of biggest losers for me this week for some reason i felt like hulkenberg probably was the biggest loser just because he started out at mm -hmm. such like a great spot you know p2 but then yeah. he got penalized and then he started in fifth was it fifth or sixth anyway he ended up finishing the race in 15th so for me i'm gonna go hulkenberg okay um what about team oh team while I think about which think, one of the, the losers I yeah, need to pick. I think probably Haas. I'm going to go Haas. They okay. just have not performed for me at all. I agree with that. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with, let's go with Perez because he's just missing out on points. Mm -hmm. uh, like the championship has just slipped away. Yeah. I don't think there's... He has a chance anymore at catching catching max at all no it's really sad mm -hmm. but max is a force yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about team team um probably haas maybe alpha towery also mm -hmm. with debris mm -hmm. um <laughs> yeah well so we asked you guys there was a and there was a little bit of confusion okay mm -hmm. so there was some broadcasting done by what was it espn2 or espn f1 can't remember who was the one that hosted it but somebody it was one of the yeah it was espn2 they hosted the grandstand which was with daniel ricardo and will arnett so did you end up watching it no mm -mm. no <laughs> so we did a poll on instagram to figure out who even knew about this? Because I didn't know about it until like right before the race. Mm -hmm. And at that point I was like, I'm not going to watch that. I'm watching the race. Like, yeah. I don't... So I had heard about it, but I thought it was going to be just a show in between, like before the yeah. race, but no, it was like where commentary. they talked about it, Yeah, you know, leading up to the race and that was it. But I didn't like none of the accounts that I follow, but maybe I don't really follow American accounts. So mm. maybe they didn't post about it and that's why I didn't. I haven't heard anything about it, um, yeah. about how it was, but yeah, I thought that was kind of strange to have it on during the race. Um, obviously, I mean, well, they were trying to mimic like the Peyton and Eli Manning coverage for mm -hmm. what is it? They do like a football game day coverage okay. where they cut, they kind of comment and make funny jokes about all. The okay. Stuff well, and <laughs> that's with what I was going to say. Um, ESPN like really gives me like football vibes when right. they cover Formula One. I like I can't watch it. It's so hard to watch. <laughs> I'm not a football girl, so I don't know. Like I'm not American into that. American football, by the way. For yeah, those American of you football. Who are abroad listening. <laughs> so I'm not like into that type of commentary or like I guess they deliver their news different. Right. And it's just 
it's very strange for me. I, I prefer Sky News right. or Sky, Sky all, yeah, Sky Sports all the way, um, mm-hmm. and like all the F1. European news mm-hmm. news channels, F one. Um, so I guess that that's what yeah. they were trying to do, and I think that's weird. Like I don't want to watch something while having people making jokes or talking you talking ran- about random race. stuff. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Um, so we had 33% of you said you watched it and you liked it. 8% of you said you watched it and you didn't like it. And then 58% of you didn't even watch it. Mm -hmm. So I think overall it was probably poorly marketed to the general public, but also I just think maybe people weren't that interested and... Didn't and really why care Will Arnett? Like, what yeah, does why? he have to do with? I'm sure he has some sort of like connection or whatever that mm-hmm. we're just like oblivious to. And all of you Formula One fans, that like, know maybe to make, make it funny, <laughs> but no, we have no idea why. Yeah, Will Arnett or would maybe be... they brought him in like to because he's supposed to be funny, right? Right. And so, so, so maybe he's supposed to be bringing the funny things about it, and then Daniel yeah. also funny, but he knows about F1, maybe. Right. 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 Yeah. Well. I thought that was interesting that a lot of people didn't even care or didn't hear or didn't even watch it. So I wonder if they'll keep up with this or not, but we'll see. (laughs) So we have Austria in two weeks. Yes. Do you have any news in the in the pipeline? I feel like the only news item that we have that Mm -hmm. everyone's really been curious about is Lewis Hamilton's contract. When is that thing going to be signed already? (laughs) So there's been a couple little rumors out there, some talk about a one-year extension, and then some about a two, two-year two extension. And then I also read um, that he's going to take a pay cut and do a one-year, like a one-year and a pay cut. So there's still like really not much information out there. It's just kind of people, I guess, just talking, and right. <laughs> but so, nothing has been done yet. So with all of this... So with all this salary talk, I pulled up what the salaries are of the drivers. Cause mm-hmm. just because like, of course we know Max is getting paid like the most and Lewis is way up there as well. But I was curious, you know, what's the difference between like our lowest paid drivers mm-hmm. and the highest paid drivers? <laughs> Do you know who the lowest paid drivers are on the grid? Um, Probably Logan. Logan. He, so base salary. I'm not talking brand deals. I'm not talking Mm -hmm. sponsorships. I'm talking the salary that they get paid from the team. $1 million for Logan. Someone else is only getting paid $1 million a year. Do you know who that is? Um, Nick. No. No. Who? Yuki. I was about to say Yuki, but I was like, no way. $1 million. Oh Do you know gosh. his teammate, Nick, is getting paid $2 million? Oh, this year. wow. Double what hmm. he's getting paid. Yeah, well, good for Yuki because now he can go and nego- <laughs> make a good negotiation there. Yeah, would his you, contract uh, ends in Would you drive a Formula One car for a living for a million dollars? I, well, you think about it, like they're not just making the million dollars, they're making you know, probably money based off of like sponsorships mm-hmm. as well. Um, I mean, it's a dangerous sport, <laughs> but I feel like if I had what it takes and I was traveling the world and getting mm. paid, I don't know. I think a million dollars really is not that much, but I would drive like a year for a million dollars and then like <laughs> hope that I could. <laughs> would you? I mean, yeah, this is, yeah. I guess this is what they're working for, but it just sounds like, 
not very much when you think about everything that they do, putting their life at risk right. and, and the lifestyle that they have. Right. But I mean, you got to start somewhere, you know, and then you end up like Max making yeah. the big bucks and so it's all great. <laughs> so between the 1 million and the 55 million that Verstappen is getting paid by Red Bull, how much do you think, if you had to guess, that Fernando Alonso is getting paid? 35. So off. And I would have said the same Uh thing. $5 million is his salary, you guys. Five. Hello. I mean, he's second in the driver's championship. I mean, nobody expected him to be getting this. I I don't think anybody expected it. But Fernando Alonso, I mean, he's a legend. Like, what is happening with his salary? So, Which, once again, just makes me wonder, what did they tell him? What did they know that he... I mean, I guess maybe he just hated Alpine so bad and knew that they weren't going to be doing anything. Right. Um, And this was his only chance at staying in Formula One. Right. But $5 million, I mean. $5 million. Yeah, because they were paying Seb like $15 million. And that was a big pay cut for him. But also he had nowhere else to go. Right. Um, But so I thought that's why I'm thinking about the same. So, wow, that's cheap. So... (laughs) That's cheap. It is how so much cheap. does Lance make? How much does Lance make? Let me look here I'm, for you. Lance I'm coming Stroll, up with a plan for, for, for Lawrence Stroll here. Okay. $2 million. <laughs> two. Okay. For Lance. Wow. Now, keep in mind, $1 million is the smallest contract. Mm-hmm. So he's he's not getting paid that much. Okay. So they're... By his dad. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's not I paying mean, he, he's, he's, more than that then. I mean, he literally is going to own the team one day probably. Yeah. So, so <laughs> $2 okay. million is nothing. So I feel like they're saving money on their drivers. So let's... They have the cost cut cap in yeah. their favor. Yeah. <laughs> so let's put Lance aside for a year. We bring back Sebastian Vettel to race <laughs> next to uh, Fernando Alonso for, you know... I mean, I guess he might want to get paid a little bit more, but you're already saving money, you know, with Fernando's and, and Lance. So, yeah. So you, Fernando you bring is them back until 2024. And then you for sure get minimum second place in the constructors. You might get first because you're going to have two drivers that are going to be consistently getting points at mm-hmm. the top. And if we have Red Bull, their second driver is never really someone that you can count on to get all those points, they might get first. And there you go. (laughs) Let's do a test. Okay. Okay. Listen, (laughs) Aston Martin, you can, you can credit Lynette for your business plan for that. And then you can bring back Lance and everything's fine. Just give him a year off. A year off. That's it. And then you can win big money. (laughs) Um, So that's all we have for you today, right? Yeah. (laughs) After that great uh, plan that I've come up with. Honestly, that's a great way to end because... (laughs) We have, first of all, I never even realized with these salaries, like how much they get paid and how little they get paid. There's mm-hmm. such a skew between all of them, but it is interesting to kind of see how as the year plan, like goes on, as the season moves on, you know, what these drivers are expecting in their paycheck. So <clears throat> anyway, that's all <laughs> we have for you guys today. And we are going to be recapping Austria in two weeks. Yes. We hope you be, guys enjoyed yes. this the show. Yeah, let us know. It what was you a little think. bit different this time, but yeah, we didn't do team by team. So let us know what you think. If you 
liked the team by team or if you prefer just going over like the highlights, we would love to know what you think so that we can kind of move forward with what you prefer. And other than that, take a look at our merch. Yes. Don't forget. Welcome 10 for 10% off. Yes. And that's all we have for you. That's it. (laughs) We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye.